Welcome to the Food Therapy Podcast, where we talk honestly and openly about mental health, diet culture, BS, and food freedom. We're your co-hosts. I'm Brittany Modell, owner of Brittany Modell Nutrition and Wellness. And I'm Lauren Sharp, owner of Empower Method Nutrition. We are food freedom registered dietitians who have struggled with mental health, poor body image, and disordered eating behaviors. We are on a mission to dismantle diet culture, normalize conversations around mental health, and empower you as you heal your relationship with food and your body. Let's get talking. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome back to Food Therapy Podcast. Today, Lauren and I are going to talk about what to do when every single person you know in your life is starting a new diet or engaging in certain year's resolutions and how you can find your own community of people to help you to feel less alone. So Lauren, I'm curious, like, have you noticed an uptick in diet talk or ads and New Year's resolutions? Or do you feel like you're kind of hidden from it? It's definitely interesting. I don't feel like I've gotten any ads or anything like that. I feel like all of my ads are like Instagram ads for things that I'm like wanting to buy, (laughs) Um, which isn't a diet. So I guess that's part of it. Um, But definitely it was very interesting being in Florida for Christmas and for the holidays um, because I think a lot of my relatives don't really understand what I do. A lot of times I get comments of like, you know, Oh, you're a dietitian. Oh, I need you. And I'm like, God, I cannot, you don't even know what I do. Like a dietitian does not just like, there's so many different sectors of it. It's crazy. But I think that's the biggest place that I've seen it is being around family from Thanksgiving to, you know, through Christmas and new years and people just not understanding what I do. Cause they're not like in my circle every single day right. and being like, Oh, what should I do for the new year? All of that kind of just the talk mostly. And it's exhausting to freaking explain to it. People about bleh, bleh, bleh. explain it to people because they just, so much of our society is fat phobic that they cannot wrap their head around the fact that I wouldn't help people lose weight. Right. Right. And something that I've done in the last several months has just been when someone goes, Oh, you're a dietitian. I immediately go, yes, I work with eating disorders Yep, just to get out of the weight loss. Yes. Can you help me lose weight? Kind of. Yes. Um, yeah, but it it's doesn't always insane. work. Like, yeah. Like even with, when I say that they're like, Oh, okay. So like, uh, they just, they can't conceptualize it. It's wild. It's, it really is what I've been noticing in conversations with clients is that even if you are far along in this journey of intuitive eating, it can feel very isolating when everyone around you, friends, partners, family members are starting a new diet. Mm -hmm. And what I often encourage is, you know, for whoever is listening to this, for you to really think about what has worked for you in the past, you know, with the diet, there comes a cost and you're not seeing the cost when someone's bragging that they lost 10, 15 pounds in the last like three months. Yeah, We're not seeing what that person's going through, their physical health, their mental health, fixation and preoccupation with food. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to remember, like how have you been impacted by this and why doesn't it work? Yes. I think it's really important. It's just like social media or what we were just talking about, like, you know, portraying relationships. I mean, what you see is not the whole story ever. Like 
And I think it's important to ask yourself, what do you want in, I did this actually in a few of my nutrition groups where it's like, what outcomes do you want to achieve in 2021 that have nothing to do with weight? And a lot of them were just like, I just want to be happy. I just want to have joy. And then I asked them, okay, well, what behaviors are going to get you to that place? Okay. Well, I'm going to schedule, you know, two hours every Sunday to not feel rushed. So I can like cook with my kid because I, I hate having him help when I'm like, Yes. I'm rushed because he takes some extra time because he's little, you know? So asking yourself, what are the outcomes? If you, if you just put weight loss off for a minute, what outcomes in 2022 would you want to see? And then what behaviors or what can you schedule into your calendar? I'm very much so a person of like a schedule. Like I get very, it's very hard to me for me to be present. If like something pops up that I like wasn't anticipating. So like, for example, it's like, all right, we're going to have date night starting or date day starting at 3 PM on Thursday. That would be very hard for me to take off work at 3 PM. If you just told me right away, okay, time to stop. I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. like you You like planning, like you like having a plan. I like having a plan. And so I can prepare for it. So I'm like, okay, let me get all this done before. So I can enjoy it and be present. So are there things that you can, you know, to exhibit those behaviors to make it to your outcomes that you can maybe schedule in or, you know, add to a current habit, anything like that. Like I have a client and one of her goals was to FaceTime with a friend once a week. Hmm. And that was one of her new resolutions. She was like, I feel as though the last you know few years have been really hard with COVID. And I really want to make a plan with one person a week. And I thought that was such a great, I love that goal to think about because oftentimes like it's so physically focused for most people when it comes to goal setting and resolutions, when it could be something as simple as keeping up with friends, like having a check-in with a good friend once a week, or maybe putting a schedule, you know, putting a friend on the schedule once a month where you always check in like this time, every Wednesday, once a month. Yeah. And checking in on like, what makes you feel good too? Like I didn't realize I was always somebody that was like, Oh, I hate the pandemic. It, it sucks. I want to go back out to dinner. You know, I want to be able to go to a bar or whatever, but I like my friend actually just opened a workout studio down the street from me. And like just having that in-person community, I started my business in the pandemic and I've yeah. been virtual for the past two years. I, I forgot what it's like to just go see people in person. Yeah. Other, uh, obviously I see my friends, but like to have a community outside of my friends was always, it, it, I just loved the workout classes aspect. And so I just like felt so freaking alive on Monday when mm-hmm. I went into that. And I was like, wow, this is something that really brings me joy. And then asking myself, what is it about that? Okay. It's the community. It's like-minded people. It's, um, you know, sweating and feeling good and enjoying the workout. So those are all things that I'm like, okay, how can I have more of that in my life? Find more like-minded people, have more community. That's not just virtual, all that kind of stuff. I love that. I love the idea of asking like, what is it about that experience that like brings you joy and being able to mimic it in different ways is so important. Yes. And it's just like with food, it's like, oh, that was really satisfying. Okay. Well, why was that meal really satisfying? Oh, because it had a protein. Oh, because I added, you know, cheese. Oh, because I add, allowed myself yep. to have dessert, you know? Um, reflection is just such a huge component it of is. everything that we do in life. Yeah. And I think bringing that back to like the dieting aspect, it's like reflecting, like, what is it 
about the fact that this friend of mine has lost weight? Like, why is this triggering to me? Yes. What, like, why is this bothering me? And I had a client where, you know, she and her friend were constantly being compared to one another. Like there were a ton of similarities between them. And so when this friend had lost a lot of weight, all of a sudden the comparisons kind of stalled because Mm -hmm. now they were on two different planes in a way. Mm -hmm. And so we want to think about like, why is this triggering? Why is this bothering me? What is it about the situation that is making me upset? So you can really get to the bottom of it because it's really not just about the weight loss or it's not about the fact that somebody's dieting. Maybe it's the fact that you no longer have that connection with them or you're missing being able to be vulnerable with that person. Mm -hmm. There are so many factors that might be at play. Yeah. And that's something that I'm working on too in 2022, because I've started it in 2021 of just like, if something does bother me reflecting on why is that bothering me? You know, and sometimes it might be about the other person, but a lot of times it's probably about myself. So with an example of something like weight loss, if you're, if a friend is losing weight and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is so frustrating. I wish I could do that. What are, what are they getting in that smaller body that you wish that you could have? Are they getting attention? Okay. Well, first of all, how long are they going to get attention for it until people are over it? Second of all, um, you can cultivate the things that they are, they are getting from that in another way. And it doesn't have to be about your body. If it's attention, well, probably more so about like inclusivity because you can get attention from the people that you feel included with you know? So there's different friend groups that you probably feel more comfortable around. How can you add more of those types of people into your life? There's so many ways that we think that weight loss is the only way to achieve these things. But when we really get down and dirty into it, it's like, okay, what are the things that I'm seeking and how can I cultivate that in other ways? And that's a really great way to kind of come into what should, what do I want my outcomes to be in 2022? And what are the behaviors that I'm going to do to get those outcomes? Yeah. I think that's all so on point. And I also want to normalize feeling envy and feeling jealous Mm -hmm. and grieving when, you know, maybe you had initially lost weight and then you regained the weight. And now you have a friend who is experiencing weight loss and experiencing the compliments and, Mm -hmm. you know, walking into a store and feeling confident and we can grieve that. And I think it's so normal to feel a level of despair and feel a level of, you know, sadness. And at the same time, can we acknowledge the cost that your friend is up against? Because we tend to always look at the benefits Mm -hmm. and we completely ignore the cost. And also like, people aren't showing the cost when they're doing a before and after. If someone on a TikTok video was like, this is how I'm leveling up in 2022, no one is showing that they're so hungry that they're waking up at three o'clock in the morning because their blood sugars have dropped or that they are tired and they're afraid to go out to dinner with friends or they're calculating every calorie they put into their body. They're just showing the outcome or what they perceive to be the outcome at that moment. Yep. I literally just filmed a TikTok. Actually, I posted it and it was like, um, I forget the sound was like, bah, 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 bah. is this a joke? And it was like me losing weight due to OCD panic yep. disorder, you know, um, orthorexia, anxiety, everyone around me. Oh my gosh, you look so good. What's your secret? You know, how do you have so much willpower? Can you teach yep. me how to do the same? And then in the, in the like voiceover, I'm like, are you kidding me? It's just, yep. it's, there's the grass is always greener. 
Yes. No matter, no matter where you are. So being able to acknowledge it. And I love that you said like, you know, it's okay to feel uncomfortable, like feeling envy, feeling jealous. That's an uncomfortable feeling. It doesn't feel good. And it's only going to make it more uncomfortable for you to be like, Oh, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? I can't believe I feel this way. I'm such an asshole. You're human. You're going to have different emotions. Sit with it and see where you feel it in your body. See why it's so uncomfortable and just acknowledge that it's okay to feel that way because honestly, a lot of the times when we allow ourselves to have those emotions, they feel a lot less tumultuous than if we're trying to avoid them. Yes, completely agree. So validate those emotions, sit with those emotions, sit in the discomfort Mm -hmm. and know that you're just a normal human for experiencing that range of emotion. And the other thing we want to talk about you know, as it relates to helping you really cultivate this relationship with food in the new year is creating a community of people where you feel supported. So if you are someone who's always used a group chat to talk about diets, and now you've come to the conclusion, like, you know what, diets are not serving me, but now you're in this group thread and diet talk is still happening. How can you create boundaries to support yourself, to protect yourself? And how can you also cultivate a community of people who are like-minded and who help you to feel like you're on the right journey and the right path? I really find social media to be so helpful, not just with other anti-dietitians, but anti-diet therapists and body positive folks and you know, so many different accounts that just leave me feeling so good. Mm-hmm. And especially on TikTok. When the algorithm shows any weight loss videos, I immediately keep scrolling Mm -hmm. because I don't want them to think that I'm interested and then I'll just continue to layer onto your TikTok. Exactly. And I think on TikTok, uh, I don't know, maybe it's not. Oh yeah, you can. So if you go on TikTok and you see a video that is triggering to you, you can hit that little like arrow on the video as if it's like, you know, you're sending it to someone and then there has like a broken heart and it says not interested. And that will tell the algorithm that you're not interested in those types of hashtags, those types of videos, um, which can be really helpful. But I literally in my body image journey, I have to attribute a huge chunk Mm -hmm. to social media in a positive way. When I diversified my feed and I started to understand oh, not everybody looks like the models and it's okay to not have a perfect, you know, model-esque body and seeing different bodies. That was so helpful for me. Yes. And I would say, you know, how can you get support? One, definitely diversifying your social media feeds, reading different books, hearing different voices, listening to different podcasts, including food therapy, but there are also so many wonderful podcasts out there. In addition to this one that speaks to this anti-diet body neutrality. Mm -hmm. And of course, like working with a dietitian like Lauren and I, and really being able to unpack what's going on for you in a more safe and secure space, because not everyone's going to get it. And I think it was Elise Rush that said, is the person reachable and are they teachable? Your parents may never get it. Your friends may never get it. Your partner may never get it. And that is, can be so hurtful and it can be so challenging. And at the same time, there are people in this space who can help you and who can create a safe space for you to kind of unpack what's going on for you. Yeah. And setting those boundaries, there's, there's a spectrum of people between they don't get it and they won't accept it and they don't understand. And they're willing to support you through whatever works for you. Yes, completely. 
Yes. So having said that, we hope you all have had a wonderful new year. We're so excited to bring on even more incredible guests in 2022. We already have a bunch that we're really excited to talk to and have lined up. If there are any topics that you guys want to hear about in the new year, please send me a DM, send Lauren a DM or the Food Therapy Podcast Instagram account a DM. We want to cater to you guys. We want to talk about topics and have conversations that are most interesting to you. So definitely let us know. And we are so excited to continue to create this safe space for all of you in the new year. Yay! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Food Therapy. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to support our podcast, please subscribe, hit download, and share it with your community. We value your feedback. If you feel inspired, please leave a review. Let us know what you've learned and what you would like to hear next. All information about this episode will be linked in our show notes. New episodes of Food Therapy come out every Sunday, but you can stay connected with Food Therapy all week long by following us on Instagram at foodtherapypod. As a disclaimer, this podcast should not replace therapy or working with a registered dietitian. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.